You're now listening to the Come Down with the Mandem podcast. We back. Like, another one. New week, new episode. This time the Mandem ain't ordering no food. Home cooked team, got the what's that, the salad and the rice, like the chicken. Yeah. I see man's got a little bolognese team. I ran out of ketchup. And yes. <laughs> I add ketchup to bolognese. I add ketchup to everything. That's no what, one no one can have me, bro. No, nah, trust not. If you do, if you lot know Tina, yeah, you know that this guy, like, ketchup is life. Like you know how like <laughs> nah I'm gonna say that's it. I'm gonna say you know when you're eating white people's food, yeah, and you go add like salt and pepper, yeah. This guy will add ketchup to everything. Like, it's mad, it's mad. Don't get me wrong, not all white people, because bro, like, I've sat through some dinners and the food was exquisite. So I won't, I won't even cap on it. Cap, no, no, we're not gonna generalize over here. Really, no vibes. Come on. Um. Yeah, man. So. Probably wondering why is there only two of us today, and we're just trying something new. We're gonna mix it up a little. Sometimes we'll have guests. Sometimes we'll just be us two. Sometimes it might even just be me. So we'll see how it goes. You lot need to obviously give us more suggestions. What you want to see? Who you want to see? What you want to hear us talk about? Because we're gonna talk about all sorts of things. Um, I started off today, yesterday, I was chatting to, chatting to Halal, our brother was good. <laughs> Don't ask how this came up in it, but we was basically saying, beating your meat. Whoa, 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 hold on. Whoa. <laughs> how did we get here? I said, don't ask how we got to the conversation. Right, cool, you, know, you know what? I wasn't involved in this conversation, yeah, but so I'm going to just be quiet and listen, innit? Like, right, we, we were saying how beating your meat ruins your, your sex drive. It ruins your sexual experience as well. Because obviously, it's just not the same, innit? Mm. Like, obviously, obviously, it's not the same, but because you're doing that, when you do finally get jiggy, you're just like, eh, you're not satisfied. I get what you mean, I get what you mean. It's not like the first time you've ever done it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, so we're saying, advice to Mandem is stop beating your meat, fam. Really and truly, that's, it's difficult, but. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's difficult. It is, bro. If you think like most men, and I don't care what anyone says, most men do beat their meat in it. Nah, of course, of course. That, that's that's shoulder, shoulder shake, whatever you want to call it. So most men do it. Mm. So it's like, you just need to stop, like cut it out. I think I'll speak for myself personally. I've you ain't gonna bait yourself out. Nah, you? it's not a case about baiting myself out. I'm just I'm gonna I'm I'm speak for me. Like the reason, like. Over the past years, like two, three years, I've like cut it down a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mainly for like, because I found out about semen retention a few mm-hmm. years back in it. And then I thought how, I didn't think much of it, but when I started reading into it, reading a few books, watching a few podcasts, I learned that by doing semen retention, like my creativity flows a bit more. Yeah. Like, um, I'll kill it more at the gym, you know what your I'm saying? Energy, I'm, your energy levels, all that Energy stuff. levels, and exactly. Your testosterone levels, all of that stuff, rockets, skyrockets. Of course. And I feel, I don't think a lot of people know about semen retention, for example. No, they don't, they don't. But what, it, what it does, obviously that's something man's going to try and practice, isn't it? But, like, it's not easy, isn't it? Like, it's not easy. Like, everyone... I don't care what anyone says. Everyone has needs. Everyone has, yeah, everyone has needs, innit? Yeah, I get what you're saying though, but me personally, I tried it. I saw the benefits of it. And then I've kind of been on like a binge. Like I'll sustain it for like a couple months, then I'll fall into it. But then now I'll stay solid for like the past year. I've been very consistent with it and kind of like, Right, cool. I'll be hot, perhaps not masturbate once, once a week or something like that, or twice a week. But kind of like 
way I do it is because I've got a certain routine. We don't need to know the way you do it. No, no, it's not. Of course, of course, of course, of course. You need to know how I do it. But in the sense of like from Monday to Friday, I keep it like super strict. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like I've got a specific routine, and then the weekend. Let loose and it have fun. I can kind of let loose. But the reason why I say it let loose is so I don't do no dumbness. So I don't fall into them yes, traps. Because yes. there's so many traps out there, meaning girls from a past or girls that I'm currently entertaining, not really entertaining because I'm not really entertaining anyone right now, I'll be honest. Okay. But it will stop you from doing some dumb shit. So that's why, I'll, that's why I engage in it. But then sometimes I'll opt out like, you know what, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to do it by myself. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to let someone show the shit with me. You feel me? I'm trying to let someone show the shit with me. So at times I'll just be like, I'll give in and be like, all right, cool. Let me just interact with someone and actually engage in it. Yeah. But then it comes down to sharing that energy with someone. I don't really want to be sharing my energy out like that. But I like what you, I like what you said though about stops you from making dumb decisions oh facts bro like po- po- post not clarity is the real thing my guy yeah it's a real absolutely, thing absolutely that's a real thing sometimes you get it when it's too late sometimes you get it before it's too late mm. um but yeah it's definitely a real thing but yeah we was basically saying man then you need to stop shoulder shaking because it's ruining your sexual actually let's not say it's ruining your sexual experiences because now i'm speaking for everyone but it has the likelihood to affect the most part, yeah. your, your sexual experiences. Even if you've got a girl. Do you think it's mad, actually? <laughs> you know where you're going to? I was already, I was thinking it on do my you head. Think, I'm glad you, you mentioned it. Do you think it's mad to shoulder shake if you've got a girl? Put it this way, yeah. Having a girl or having been chilling with a girl, done the madness and then, then cut. Bro, I've done it. I've shoulder shaked before. Yeah, I've done the, I've done the madness. Facts. And then they've cut, they've got they've cut, cut, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to show the shake again, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I'm showing the shake. I, I you know it. what I'm saying? And then I'm hard shaking all over the place. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of been like that at I times. Hear it. I hear it. But then I tell you what, in previous, like in my previous relationship, like it was, it wasn't so much of an issue, but at times my girl was like, bro, like, why do you? I've been asked this question, innit? not by only her, my ex, but other girls. Like, right, why do you, why do you do it when you've you've kind of got me? And I'm just just like, like sometimes I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to get out of the way type of thing. I'm not trying to make love to your mind and then get to the body. I'm not trying to warm you up and then do the madness. Cause sometimes it it takes all of that. Sometimes I'm not trying to do that. Sometimes I'm just well, get out of the way. And I know, I know, I've known enough girl that do the self gratification thing, even when they've got a man. Through my own experiences, mm. like I'm not offended. Can't say I go do it myself. So it is what it is. But I also hear like it's why people would say it's 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 wrong or it's long to do it if you got a girl. What about like watching porn in that? See, that's I'm glad I'm glad you're following you're following me. Like we're literally on the same frequency right now, bro. Because I was just thinking the issue would be is if you got like a porn addiction. If you're doing if you're doing it like two, three, four times a day, all right, that's a bit mad. I can't lie. But like once or twice a week or like once every two weeks, whatever, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's up to the point where you're watching it so many times throughout the day and it's stopping you from have going to work or like being late for meeting your friends or like stuff like that and it's starting to affect your personal life, then yeah, I think it's a problem. Bro. What, you need to what if though, like, say, um, say you just got a high sex drive and your girl's not around or your man's not around for you to fulfill that drive in it you're gonna have to do something about it obviously like, See, but this is why i tell people you've got to have those tough conversations at the beginning like you've got to let your partner know listen this is what my sex drive is like can you match me you know what i'm saying it's not always going to be like that but please understand that this is my standard and if we're going to enter into this relationship and go on this journey together understand that i need to be fulfilled in this area and obviously match it match my frequency you know what i'm saying and but then obviously like things like shoulder shaking and that could reduce a man's sex drive so the girl's sex drive might be up here mm. my man can match it to a certain period but because he's still shoulder shaking it's obviously going to affect his sex drive in terms of because he's done the shoulder shaking he's not really on making mm. his girl or getting jiggy and doing whatever True. so obviously like it comes hand in hand i think it's about balance no but then it comes down i'll say it also then comes down to biology bro 
think about that time of the month for the women, for women. Mm-hmm. Their sex drive tends to be very high, or they're like overlay and stuff like that. Yeah, and the, the sex drive. Now that you've this, now of course, like the sex drive tends to be mad for them. Mm-hmm. And bro, that feeling that they get that week or two where they're like they really want you and they're on it. Yeah, we get that every single hour of the day. So every it, hour. It, no, bro. Is it like I, I forgot I, what's called? I think it's the like the, the Leo. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, our thing is mad, bro. So you can't. Yeah. So you, it's different, bro. So I'm man. That's why, like, the, people try to say, "Oh, men are men are dog" and all of that stuff. But, bro, it's for a reason, bro. Right, it's ingrained in us, and it's up to you whether you want to um, control it or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or act upon it. Discipline. Exactly. Yeah, it comes down to the discipline. Yeah, yeah, discipline. I I know we're eating and that, so this might be a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But obviously you mentioned like when it's when it's that time for, for a woman and that. Is it nuts to like do the thing when she's on her reds? Bro, pull the towel down and let's get on bro. Let's get on. Man. I'm not playing those games, bro. Have I ever stopped that at red light? <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, a man Come said on. a man said if I ever stopped at red light. Let's go, let's Do you know what? When I was younger, I used to be like, is it like? Yeah, it was disgusting. Like, why am I doing that? Like, but, yeah. Bro, just either put the towel down or get in the shower and do what you got to do. Because let's be honest, she she wants it as well. Because that's yeah, one yeah, of the... Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, the La at that time, or the equivalent to it, is it's, it's off the right. roof. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing mm. with man girl. But, yeah, I don't know, man. More of the story is, <laughs> man them, stop shoulder shaking. Ladies... Stop shoulder shaking, cause I know girls do it. Nah, but that's bro, bro. Oh, Actually, the thing is, you know, you were talking about having guests earlier. Like yeah. I tell you, lot like soon we'll start like bringing girls on as well, so we can get their opinion as well. Though. Nah, I'm speaking from my experiences in it. Girls Where's shoulder like, shake bare. You don't, you don't probably shoulder shake more than men. And the thing is, with girls, like they've got variety, bro. They've got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've got a variety. <laughs> nah, they've got a variety of options, as in like they use like dildos, vibrators, all of them, bro. They've got all sorts of toys. So, bro, if you're shoulder shaking all the time, bro, you're gonna desensitize yourself. That's yeah, that's it. I think it's you worse for girls. Them. I think it's worse for girls than for men, because, bro, my thing don't vibrate. <laughs> my thing don't vibrate. Unless you get like them, what's them like flashlights and that. Yeah, but I'm not doing that. That's, 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 that's too much. That's too much. Yeah. So I think like it can it can also be dangerous for girls because if you're using vibrators all the time, then you're desensitizing you're your, your areas. You're chasing something. Exactly. When you then link a man, you're chasing something. But if he can't necessarily do that, because I'm not saying his his skills are lacking, mm. but you're obviously used to the thing that goes. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting that, do you know what I'm saying? Facts. So more time, yeah, you desensitise yourself to actually like reality. That's why they say porn is dangerous, because it kind of takes yourself away from reality. It's not realistic. Really. It isn't, really it isn't. Bro, they're actors, bro. They're, yeah, paid, they're paid actors at the end of the day. It's not realistic. But, um, yeah, desensitise, that's the key word. I like that. Nah, facts, facts. Time, that's, it. that's pretty much, in a nutshell, that's what it is. That's what it does. It desensitises you from certain things. It's like when they say kids shouldn't play like Call of Duty and that because mm. it was desensitised into violence, for example, because they're seeing it so much that they're just like, it's whatever. Facts. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's 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 a good one. Do you think, yeah, you see what you said about, obviously girls have variety and that. Mm. Would you be offended if a girl said to you, let's introduce certain things into the bedroom and that? If Can't. it's been over a period of time, then yeah. Why not? I'll be open to using some toys, but more time, there's no there's no need for them. And the odd occasion, fair enough. But for me, it's not only it's not only that I'm trying to give this advice to like other men and other women. Like don't shoulder shake and don't use toys often because you're gonna dis- well, yeah, we're not yourself. Saying, we're not saying in fact yeah, we're not saying don't do it at all. What we're saying is sit back and think to yourself like how much do I, like, how many times or how often do I shoulder shake? And what's it actually doing to me? Exactly. Like, and why am I actually doing it? What am I pursuing? What am I looking for? Because that see. dopamine, obviously, because it releases some sort of dopamine in your brain. So it's kind of like that that happy effect that gives you, that sense of relief that it gives you. Like, if you're 
depending on your reason and I just think that if you're gonna do it do it for the sake of perhaps relieving some stress or perhaps um getting to know your body <laughs> man said releasing stress yeah fam. Like, I'm not gonna lie like getting to know your body like, like tell, no but I'll tell you what yeah you see that you see like the times when I've felt like at my lowest in that yeah mm. I find myself shoulder shaking bits However, nah, facts, 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 it does facts. not help. It doesn't, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. does not help. It doesn't, you just bro. end up feeling like... Low vibrations all over, bro. You just end up feeling like a dickhead. Like, it's just mm. like, bro, what have I just done? Like, why have I just done that? Like, why That's did I true. do that? that it's literally just a waste of time. So mm-hmm. more time, yeah. I think, like you said, people do often do it to, to release whatever it is they're trying to release. You know what you're trying to release. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's nuts. No, I get what you're saying. Whatever you're trying to, (laughs) whatever you're trying to release, make sure it's 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 for a good reason. And the way I see it is, you should explore your body and know your body. So like, if you're a woman and you're doing it, even if you're doing it with toys, know your body. So when you come across a man, you can guide him a bit if he doesn't know what he's doing or if you know your body. And same with a guy. Like, do it up to the point where. Or do it occasionally or just don't do it at the end of the day the choice is yours but i'm just saying too much of something isn't good in it i feel like people don't actually consider it either that's the way i see it you can do it as many times as you want but just know like there's consequences <laughs> there's consequences <laughs> to everything man and too much of something isn't good bro oh man so it's a bit it's a yeah, bit mad there's different consequences to that man nah. we'll talk it is what it is more time self-development in that shoulder shaking Pardon me. there's no development in shoulder shaking no, i don't not. think anyway well the result's always the same bro and the facts <laughs> the result is always the same there's always a mess you gotta clean up like it's, it's just it's mad it's too much like, bro, wouldn't you rather someone else clean that up or dispose of it in other, way, in other ways <laughs> in other ways <laughs> Instead of having the nah, <laughs> I, remember, I was about to do a mad thing, but let me just compose myself in it. Yeah, let's not let's not do that. Man. You know what I'm saying? But you guys get the gist of it. You get yeah, the you get the gist. You get the gist. But yeah, moving on. That's that's just something that was on my mind in it. Mm. Conversation I had with with Hilar yesterday, and then I was like, right, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually just deep to, like what you said, mm. like. That's actually mad. Like it actually kind of just takes away from the whole experience when you're actually with a woman. It does so time, man. Then take notes, and your girl will thank you. Stop shoulder shaking, and I promise you, your girl will thank you. Now so you know what you just opened my mind a bit more as well because the times where I've actually actually like taken semen retention serious, and I've been like banging out gym and like just prospering all aspects of my life, bro. Those are the times where. I'm going rounds, like rounds back to back, back to back, bro. Like back to back, like I'll bust uh, up and I'm still going, bro. And there are times where like, I'm like doing it consistently when I'm sort of shaking very consistently. Like after one round, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm done. So it kind of like, it does affect your sexual life, whether you want to admit it or not. So it kind of does. you want to admit you shoulder shake or not. We all know you do it. We're adults, isn't it? Like, Facts, bro. Yeah. That's what it is, bro. Facts. But yeah. yeah, what you got for me? What you got for me? What's next? What is next? I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about, really. Mm. There's a lot to talk about. Obviously, the new word this week, or the new the new phrase this week, pushing P. <laughs> you know, on on come down with a man, then we're out here pushing P all day, every day. Oh, facts. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think I like I like what um I like that album. It's not one of the best. No, it's but, not bro. It's not. But it's 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 hard. Um for me it's baby over gunner any any day. Come on, I'm gonna gonna all day bro. I'm gonna all day. It's, it's baby over gunner all day, every day for me, I'll be honest. Cause I'm more I can't lie to you, like gunner for me because of the vibes bro and what he does, like he creates like a whole energy and he puts you in a trance like i don't know it, it elevates you differently like it puts you on a different frequency so that's the reason why i fuck with 
Gunner. Now, Baby, of course, he's got that lyrical ability as well, but I think Gunner is like Huncher, it's like M. Huncher. Like, because they put, they're, they're such a vibe and they put you on a different frequency, like, some of their bars go over your head. You know what I'm saying? So easily, they easily go over your head. But when you sometimes strip, sit down and like, listen, I was like, boy, like, this nigga's spitting, spitting. Like, for you're real. talking, talking. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, nah, it's, it's, it's baby for me. He's just more relatable, I feel like. Mm, you feel me? For me, anyway. I'm not saying I'm like a little baby, innit? But, nah, but I get what you mean. Like, everyone. It's just more relatable. Like, the, the shit he talks about, it's, yeah, it resonates with man. What's that tune he's got? Emotionally Scarred. Mm. Like, shit like that. That resonates with man because I think yeah man's man's emotionally scarred man. <laughs> emotionally scarred yeah. shit let's dig deep <laughs> well, let's, let's, deep, let's deep. not dig deep uh, but, okay, okay. But, but that will lead me on to the, the conversation that, that I wanted to have right, cool. so let's go do you think a lot of adults walk around with childhood trauma but they don't realise that they've got that trauma facts and obviously childhood trauma affects the way you you are in friendships, relationships, acquaintanceships, situationships, whatever you want to call it. Okay. First, uh, before I even like address and speak like in generalities, I'll just speak about myself. Yeah. I'll just say, uh, me getting my heart broken when I was like 14, 15, turned me into a savage. Turned me into that's a it, savage. That's really a death. <laughs> Turn me into a whole savage. Like, bro, I was doing my thing left, right, and center, bro. Anyone could get it. Like, I was going crazy until I uh, kind of like evolved and like started doing the inner work and started asking myself those deep questions. Like, you know how certain people like scared to look at themselves in the mirror and acknowledge, like, and ask themselves deep questions, like, bro, like, why do I, why do you I act this way? Mm -hmm. Or what causes this? What's the root of my problem? Yeah. And then I had to go back and analyze all the girls that have may have hurt me or things that I may have like brushed un, yeah, un, under the carpet yeah, yeah, and, address it. And, and, and address it and realize like, right, okay, so this is what it's, this is where it comes from. That's the root of the problem. And kind of like heal and understand that I don't have to, like having sex with like different girls, like back to back, back to back, or having like constant girls in my rotation isn't gonna solve the problem. Like I'm running from yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to figure out what that something is. Exactly. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be real. But like for me, it goes back to there's there's just things that have happened in man's life, innit, that I just don't speak about. Mm. And I think not speaking about those things actually comes back to bite you and then you act a certain way. And this is not to excuse any of the, the nonsense behaviour mm. on my half, innit, because it is nonsense, like truth be told. Um, I think I've recently, I'll be so honest, re only recently have I actually like said nah this needs to be addressed like mm. this is something that i can't keep just brushing under the carpet bro towards the back end of last year mm. man started therapy in that film say swear of my life wow do you know what the, do you know what the maddest thing is wow do you know what the maddest thing is i if you said to me how many years ago you're gonna be doing therapy i'd be like bro shut up man what are you talking about I think that's because of the stigma of our community. Absolutely. Bro. Like, it's not cool, bro. Let, let's call a spade a spade. It's not cool to say, like, you're going therapy. Like, mandem will start, like, mocking you. Like, well, oh, are, are, you, are you crazy or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? What are you talking about therapy, bro? Hit this Zoom type thing. I'll be, like, I'll be honest. It's crazy. Yeah, I'll be honest. There's a few people that encourage me to do it. Mm. Um, so I'll, for, I'll forever be grateful for that, for, for, for them encouraging me to do it. Um, but, yeah, like, it actually made me sit down and say, hmm. What is the problem? Why, why am I acting this way? Why am I doing this or doing that? Bro, went back right to the beginning from the 24th of July, 97. And just, obviously it's a process, isn't it? It's not saying that just because you go to therapy a couple of times, everything, whatever, but it made things a lot clearer, innit? It helps you unpack, innit? Yeah, it made things a lot clearer and then it actually allowed me to deal with certain things that I've just been refusing to deal with. There's, there's certain things that I've actually refused to deal with like fully for example the, like the relationship with my pops I've refused to deal with that for years like 10 years 11 years just because in my head I'm very nonchalant about it you know with that sorry just to cut you off I feel you on that hard because for me and my dad have always had like this 
rocky relationship. Mm. When I was younger, yeah, cool. Or like, yeah, bro. Like this. this. This is the thing. When I was younger, it's like that. And then as yeah. I kept growing up, like, it's that we started having like a rocky relationship. And I got to a point in my life, I think between 17 to like 21, 22, I was trying my hardest. I was kind of like hating my dad. So I was trying so hard to not become the man he was. Right. And sometimes when you're trying so hard, not when you're trying to avoid... Yeah, you end up becoming that exactly. Exactly. And that's, the pro- that's the problem. I, and that's what happened That's the me. problem I ran into. I'm in my head, I'm like, nah, I'm never going to be like this guy. I'm not saying this guy like in a mad way. You know, obviously, that's my pops. I respect him. I love him. So me saying this guy is not like a disrespect him. But I'm like, I don't want to be like him. Mm. So I'm going to just brush it under the carpet in it and just navigate through life. These times, I'm exactly, I'm not saying I'm exactly like him, but I'm moving like him. Do you get it? Thanks. So then it's not until I sat there and I said, nah, like, this is too much now. But like, it, I should have really, really, I should have sat down and be like, this is too much years ago. But again, this is the thing with you're trying to run away from something, not address it. And the, the maddest thing is, everyone we come across in our lives is in a similar situation. Whether they want to admit it or not, there is something that you are not dealing with that you carry through your, your adulthood and it affects everything, your relationships, your friendships, just even your relationship with yourself. I feel like... Oh, that's the most important, bro. I feel like that's I, where it starts. Yeah, I feel like that's that's the one thing that I've unpacked. Uh, that's the one thing that I've learned. Um, yeah, so I think a lot of people do carry trauma, childhood trauma, be it your relationship with your parents, be it maybe you're bullied. Mm-hmm. Sorry, maybe you're bullied at school. Uh, maybe you were a bully. But all those things... There's a reason for that. There's a reason you're a bully. There's no reason you got bullied, but there's a reason you're a bully, for example. Um, if your relationship with your parents was not the best growing up, that might then that affect... That also counts like the that household might, yeah, that you grew that, up that in. That yeah. might affect your romantic relationships when you're older. Because you're now chasing certain things that you might not necessarily had or things that you thought were missing. Or like, for example, how certain women that they didn't grow up with a father they essentially look for a father in some men. And that's where, like, not being able to decipher good and bad men, and they tend to go for the bad men, that treat like shit. But it's just for that. But in reality, what they're looking for is that acceptance. Yeah, I think everyone just wants to feel accepted, isn't it? Really? In their own way, yeah, yeah, in their own way. Absolutely. In their own but way. I think, yeah, that's one thing that I've learned in my little... Um, Your journey. Yeah. And I feel like it, it's, it's proper opened my eyes to, to think... I can't be the only person that that experienced that type of thing. Um, obviously, I think everyone deals with it in different ways. I've dealt with it in the worst way possible. Some people would just not talk about it, but just carry on as if everything was normal. And it's hard, man. It's hard. Like life is hard out here. It's tough. I know every time. I know everyone thinks, "Oh, like, bro, you always look bare happy and like, you always, bro, like." Just because I'm I'm positive, I'm smiling, I don't mean that man's happy 24-7. Don't get it twisted. Facts, bro. I might wake up in the morning pissed off, upset, but I've got to tell myself, no, change your mindset because how you think when you wake up is how your day is going to pan out. If you think, if you wake up pissed off with a negative attitude, your whole day is just going to be pissed, like, pissed Facts, off. Facts, bro. If you wake up pissed off and you tell yourself, nah, Regardless of this, I'm gonna have a good day. I'm gonna have a good day. So I think, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Nah, you know, saying that is, I truly believe that because how you do one thing is how you do everything. Absolutely. For me, for example, first thing I do when I wake up, of course, I'm like super grateful for another day because it wasn't promised to me. Then I'll have like a little prayer in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I'll get ready to go to the gym and get ready for my job to hit the gym. But my the first thing I do is obviously do the prayer. And then do my bed. And I think that's my first task of the day. And oh, I'm yeah, thinking, man. bro, if you can't, if you're not disciplined enough to do your bed, then how the hell are you going to be disciplined to, to, like, anything during to the tackle rest like the rest of your day? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I've even, I've even, started, I've even started writing down like, just things, how I feel, what's going on in my head, all that stuff. Because you know what, yeah? 
And these are all things that I like mental checkups. Like this is these are all things that like the therapist would have recommended to man. So mm. just write down your feelings, write down what you're thinking at the end of each day, at the beginning of each day. Write down what's on your mind, revisit it, go back to it, see if it's see how you've dealt with it, see how it's it's changed or whatever. So yeah, man, it's just been writing down like how I feel, what I'm thinking, all that kind of stuff. Can I just say that I'm mad proud of you, bro? Bro, and I'm mad proud of you. Know you know I didn't tell. I didn't tell. I didn't tell, I didn't tell no one. Um, That's what I'm saying. Cause this is like, oh, people, like this is news to me. <laughs> I didn't know this nigga started going to therapy, like, bro. It's, it's that's um, huge, bro. It's a huge step. Not many people knew, to be honest. I think there was. Probably say one person that knew, mm. to be honest. Um, but that's because, yeah, like. And was that the person that gave you encouraged you yeah, to? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. Um, so yeah, that that's that that's that's what it was. I think. Whoever you are, shout out to you. Um, shout out to you, man. Yeah, shout out to you still. Um, yeah, it's 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 not because I was ashamed or whatever, but I just felt like I needed to kind of just do it on my own. I wasn't doing it to be like, oh yeah, man, yeah, guess what? This is what I'm doing. I just needed to 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 sit down and and, and figure shit out for myself, really. Like, I even went on a bit of like a little hiatus. Like, I was off social media for a bit. Mm. Um, like, just, yeah, things got a bit on top of man still. And I think the unpacking of things as well, that was not easy. It's tough. It makes you feel some type of way. You then start to evaluate everything and you start thinking, right, I'm a piece of shit, you know. <laughs> like, really and truly, that's what you yeah. Nah, bro, you can't, you can't say that. Bro. No, no, no. But you know what I mean. I get what you mean. though, you start but looking at words are powerful, bro. But I get. Oh, of course. I get what you're don't trying get to twisted, say. Though. Don't get twisted. I'm not a piece of shit. But that's how you think, or that's what you feel at the time, because you're unpacking a lot of things. You're now looking at the reason why certain things would have happened in your life. And again, it's not an excuse in it as if to say I did. Well, this I kind of believe, bro. I kind of believe. It's not an excuse to say I did this because X, Y, Z. But I think. The main thing is I've learned from it. I'm still learning from it. As I said, it's a journey. It's not easy. Yes, yeah, a never-ending journey, by the way. Absolutely. Like, till the day you die, that's from that journey ends, bro. Yeah, it's never. It's it's not easy. Do you know what? I, do you know what I will say though? I'll be what? honest with you. I feel like it's it's mandem need to be more open to it because. But it's hard though, bro. Mandem don't like talking. No, it's not. I guess it's not the fact that men don't like talking. They don't. Is, if you look at how society is set up, how men are set up, how from a young age, when you cry, when you fall over and start crying, and your dad or your uncle, or your aunt or your mom will tell you don't cry, or when you're doing something that maybe deem as feminine, as in like I don't know, playing with a doll, whatever, whatever it may be, or like a kitchen set, whatever it may deem, they're like, nah, don't do that because men don't do that. And like, but what you're is always, what you're is always, men do, do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, you're all, from a young age, we're taught to hide your feelings, don't cry. Like, men don't cry. Men don't do this. Men don't do that. So, you grow up thinking, all right, cool, there's no point sharing. And then the times where you do share, like, for example, I can give my, my, my own example, I can speak for myself. There's been times where I've opened up to like certain girls and it's kind of like backfired and it's kind of like Let's not go closed and it's kind of like, made me close myself yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like then later on that same person has tried to confront me and say raw like how come you're not trying to open up it's just like and then i think to myself that's well because you haven't created a safe space for me to actually open up and last time and when i did open up it backfired that's very common though amongst man then man then will open up to gal because they trust them and they think that you know what this is a safe space for me i can open up to this person things go left what happens they throw it back in your face. Mm. They'll bring up the things that you've opened up to them about and it just goes left. And that makes a man never want to open up to a woman again. So it's like, as much as you might want to tell, you might have, you might find someone new, come across someone new, you have this amazing bond, amazing connection. As much as you want to be able to open up, there's something that's going to stop you from doing that and that's going to cause issues, it's going to cause conflict in your relationship or your, your friendship and then that's when things just go like in a constant cycle which is why I feel like you, you have to, as, as hard as it is, you just have to accept in it that if you choose to open up to someone, 
there's a possibility if you would have left. And yes, there's something wrong with it, but equally there's nothing wrong with it. And I think for men, you can only you can only control yourself as a human. As mm. long as you carry yourself the right way, there's nothing else you can do. It's, it's above you, basically. But equally, I feel like a lot of the time you tell people about, oh yeah, I, I'm gonna do therapy. People are like, what are you talking about? Don't get it twisted. Therapy's not the answer. It doesn't solve your life. It doesn't solve all your problems. My, I wouldn't say my problems, um, but the, the shit's still there, isn't it? Like, it's happened, it's still there. You can't just forget it. You can't erase history. Speaking to God is another thing that I think helps. I think the difference with obviously speaking to God is you don't get a direct answer. <laughs> you get a direct answer, but not verbally. No, you do. And it, for me, it comes in the form of clarity. Cl- clarity, sorry. No, but I'm saying in terms of God's not going to speak to you verbally, he might speak to you through people, Yeah. but you wouldn't necessarily realise that. No, but that's what I mean, though. Like, you see the answer that you're asking or whatever you're asking God or, like, something may have happened in your life and you don't know the answer to. I think God or the higher powers, whatever you believe in, your answer comes in the form of clarity. Yeah. Like, because that's something I mentioned in the, in the last episode. You can't force clarity. It will just come when it's supposed to come. And then uh, one day, like, it will just come to you and you'll be like, bro, so that's why this happened. Yeah. Or that's why I'm acting like this. Or... Right, this just clicked. Do you know those ideas just come into your head and it kind of like everything suddenly... It didn't, come, they didn't suddenly, come from nowhere, innit? It, it didn't come from nowhere, of course, of course. And I, I just think if you do the work and you look at yourself in the mirror, like I've previously said, and ask those deep questions and keep on like digging deep, asking, why am I here? Why do I do this? Why do I act? Why do I react like this when I'm around this person? Or why do I get triggered when people say this? Ask yourself those questions. That's why I like... I'll give you an example. Like today, I was listening to like one of my favorite songs here, yeah, which is like Chuck Harlow was popping in it. Like a lot of people like think, oh yeah, what's popping? Brand new just have to. It's not just that. My favorite part of that whole tune is what um what was that part? What did he say? Um, when he was just like um done listening to people that can't even stare at their own reflections. For me, that hit so hard because I was in that position, bro. I was so in denial and I, I, and, I, and I was essentially very scared to look in the mirror and say to myself, right, like, you're, you're smoking a lot of weed or you're drinking your problems or you're not being very productive. Whatever my issues were at the time and only when I started looking at myself in the mirror and actually addressing each problem and understanding the root of those problems, that was only the, that's only when I started to begin like, to actually elevate and actually get into know myself. But you know why that is? It's easier to judge other people than it is to judge yourself. Facts. It's easier to crit- it's easier it's easier to criticize someone else than it is to criticize yourself. True. Um, True. That's one thing that jars me a little bit. I'll be honest. I feel like what people people it's the, the thing is the thing is like clean your clean your own kitchen or like yeah, your own back like, mess before you even yeah, address before you even address like my thing. In it, I get there's there's a difference between wanting to help someone because you care about them, but then it's like like I don't know. It's just like Look at your own shit before you start talking to yeah, them. Yeah, but, but then hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And they get the little fulfillment out of it. Yeah. If, if we're here talking to people and addressing people and sharing our own experiences and then speaking in generalities, it's because I want people to understand that I'm coming from a point where if you're going through what I was going through a couple months back or a couple years back or whatever, just know that I've been through it and I'm speaking from a point, I'm speaking from experience. Because I've actually done it and I've been through it and I was in that certain mentality or I've been through certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're not just here to talk to talk for the sake of it. I think, yeah, the, just the main thing is obviously, I think, if, if you haven't already, one thing I would recommend based off my experiences and things that I've, conversations I've had with people that I care about, people around me, um, yeah, address childhood trauma because that, if you don't address it sooner, is going to continue to mash up your adult life, mash up, you're always going to be wondering why is this relationship not working, why is this friendship not working, why is this thing that I'm trying to do not working, bro, do you know, I I know enough, (laughs) this is like, not to dig at anyone, but I know enough people, for example, that will just want attention from man or girl, 
I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, nah. I'm guilty of it. And like before, man's always been like, yeah, like attention from this person, attention from that person. Mm. But I know enough people that do it because they're not addressing something from their childhood. For example, their parents might not have been as um, loving or caring. It's not even loving or caring. It's active. Mm. For example, um, they might have been when they were younger. They might have been seeing all their friends getting attention from man and they weren't and now they're like this man this man this man like just chasing man or even girl like for example like mm. just it's just things like that in it childhood trauma it if you don't deal with it it will have you out here looking silly mm-hmm. and i've i've looked silly on multiple occasions <laughs> uh, but that's that's because i've not dealt with whatever traumas or, or childhood issues that i was dealing with but then goes on to the whole thing of the generational curses and Curses with like I had a conversation with someone, mm. and they said curses sounds like a curses is such a negative word. Like obviously when you say generational curses, yeah. And yeah. they said why don't you look at it as more of a gift, because it's it's an opportunity or a gift to change that narrative or change that perception or change that reoccurring thing within your family. For example, that always goes on. Rather than looking at it as a curse, why don't you look at it as a gift? And it's the gift, you've been given the gift of changing that or breaking that, as opposed to looking at it as a curse. And I was like, bro, you know what? I've never thought of it like that, you know? Like, that's actually a mad way to think of it. Because in hindsight, curse sounds mad. It does, it does. Like, curse sounds mad. When Instantly, bro. Like, yeah, the sign in you, you that's just, just like, like that, That's mad. Mm. Whereas if you look at it as a generation, not, I don't know if this is the right way to use it, but if you look at it, is a gift um, you've been given a chance to change that I get what you're trying to say because it's like I also believe that life doesn't happen to you it happens for you so when you have certain experiences happening whether they're positive or negative it's serving a purpose with, and ultimately it's always for you to grow and to learn something like you can't ask God or like the higher powers or whatever you believe in to give you strength and not go through like mad trials and tribulations mm-hmm. he's obviously like whatever you ask for if, so say like i've just said you ask for i want to be stronger or i want to do or i want to be successful your trials and tribulations are going to be mad because the character you're going to need yeah to, to be able to deal with that to deal with that yeah. you know what i'm saying you're going to have to go through it and most people aren't really trying to do it they're just trying to be like all right cool i want it and then the minute they get tested ah i'm not really trying to do it and yeah. that's why like only 5% of the world are rich and then the 95 are slaving away. I think, to be honest, I think things like that, it just makes me think like, like, yeah, life has happened to me. I did, it doesn't happen. It nah, happen. life happens life, to life, you. Yeah, life has happened. No. Nah, la- life, life happens, happens for, for you. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rather than to me. Yeah. As much as uh, the, the reason behind a lot of it is myself, like you said, it's because you're supposed to grow and you're supposed to figure shit out. Like life doesn't, uh, yeah, life doesn't come with instructions, in it. It doesn't, bro. I see it. I look, you see it like as a game, though. Like I treat sometimes I treat life as a game. See, that's my problem. Well, that was my problem. Treat life like a game, and it's like you've got bare lives left. Nah, but not like, in that sense. But not like, in that sense. For me, yeah. that's that's my issue. Mm. Treat life like a game. You're thinking, that's right. I've got another life left. That's right. I've got another life. Until you get to the point where you start seeing, oh, man's got three lives left, you know, like, if I, if I don't play this game carefully, nah, this can be long. I'm not saying that at the end of it, man's going to just done out, my team's yeah. done. But in terms of you just, you, at that point, you are officially just lost. Like, you're just lost. So rather than being lost out at sea, my thing is I'm trying to turn my boat back towards the shore and get there without losing any more lives basic like type of thing in it rather than being stranded at sea just trying to be careless reckless whatever it's it's not worth it in my eyes i think that's bro i think because back to what you were saying bro life is very precious it goes back to what i was telling you earlier the minute i wake up or go to sleep i'm like mad grateful that bro, every, every day this last week in my in my, my journal i wrote it is you there's three things that you're grateful for i wake up Number one, because not everyone wakes up, bro. Some people will go to sleep tonight, tomorrow. That's it. They don't wake up. 
and it's like even that the fact that you woke up like that's not guaranteed that's what I'm saying you could go to bed and that's it so every time every morning I wake up I write it down one thing I'm grateful for I wake up because unfortunately some people didn't so in this life you've got one life live it but equally deal with shit man I've just deeped it for a sec. Like the way I see it is, bro, we're twenty-four now, we're gonna be twenty-five this year. Do you know how bro, scary that is, bro? Like, you know, let me tell you what's even more scary. Deep it. If I'm trying to make it to like I'm ninety plus, I've got like sixty-six or like sixty-five summers left. And that's not taking in consideration the fact that something might happen to me or my life might just end. It's what I'll, I'm this is wishful thinking, bro, right now. I'm thinking I've got sixty-five to sixty-six, or perhaps more summers. Life is just in, in hindsight, life is just too short. It is, bro. To is. to run away from things, face your fears, face your traumas, and just heal, bro. Yeah. I think just heal, stare yourself in the mirror, and really address yourself. Ask yourself those deep questions and do the work, bro. Because if you don't do the work, then bro, it's just gonna be like it will blow up in you. That's what you said. It will blow up in your face. And when it blows up in your face, it's gonna be too late, too bro. Late. And sometimes it's too. It, it, it all it's like because it's all it's been like compacted or it's been like adding. And then when it blows up, it's just too much to deal with. And that's why some people delete themselves. It's kind of like okay, I'm gonna wrap this up in it. So this yeah. is how we're gonna do it. So it's kind of like a chair. Imagine a chair's got a broken leg. You can see this chair's got a broken leg, but what do you go and do? You keep piling more stuff on top of the chair. Adding more stuff, more stuff, more stuff, more stuff. Rather than thinking, right, let me remove all this stuff so I can fix the leg. Mm. You're just adding more, 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 more. Eventually, the chair's going to break. The chair's collapsed now. You might try to fix it, but it's never going to be the same. If you notice that the chair's got a broken leg, you say, ah, cool, I'm going to fix it before it gets too bad. You fix the leg, the chair's calm. Then you can add whatever you're trying to add to the chair, whatever weight you're trying to add to the chair. But that's not to say... Once you've healed, you then go back to the same bullshit and carry on adding more and more pressure onto yourself. No, but that's why you've got to know it's an ongoing journey, yeah, bro. Exactly. It never ends, bro. You never stop. <sighs> Boy, it's been quite a chat. We took quite a left turn. We started talking about <laughs> masturbation. No, <laughs> yeah, but come on, man. You've got, to, you've got to mix it up in it. Variation in conversation. Sometimes. Today. It's all about personal growth. And we can, we can, have, a, we can have a laugh and a joke. Even though the shoulder shape thing is not... A joke, it's serious, but we can have a laugh and a joke, and we can have a serious conversation as well. Um, nah, facts. Because facts. I, again, I these are two things that I don't think people talk about or even consider: shoulder shaking and, mm. and, and and traumas, childhood traumas, and all that stuff. The root of the problem. Obviously, yeah. like, uh, do you know what? Uh, I, I don't. Some people might not have any childhood traumas. Nah, some people everyone's might. got something. It's not. I don't think it's a case of like. Child traumas. You take out childhood yeah, and you've got traumas. traumas. Yeah, because I was, I was just about to say. And so scars. They might, even be, they might even be things that have happened in your adult life. Exactly. And, and then you're scarred and you haven't healed yeah. from it. So I guess it doesn't. You take childhood out of it and you've got scars. Yo, how do we. Man said we started talking about shoulder shaking, then Ghana, then little baby. The fucking. The song, Emotionally Scarred. That's <laughs> just on a full loop. Trust me. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually very mad, bro. It's actually very mad. But what's it? How do you usually end the pod? Like, uh, what's what's your message for everyone? You know, pattern up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fix up yourself. I promise you, you won't regret it. Yeah, um, trust me. Trust I'm me. I'm no, I'm nowhere near fixed. Like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm fixed or whatever, but yeah, just fix up yourself. Like, that's all you gotta do. Um. That so I, I've I've said enough in it. So just <laughs> look back on the ch- uh, on the pods. You know what I'm saying. Or listen back to it at some point, and you hear what I'm gonna say. But just keep on pushing P, man. <laughs> Perfect. Keep on pushing I, P. I, I wanna push the, wait, which was the P? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, on pushing P, bro. Yeah, flipping. One thing for the week that you want the people then to know about. Um, I've got a book that I would like to recommend people. Um, if you if you want to like fix up your mindset or you're about to come into wealth or you're on your way to it or that's what you aspire to, 
I recommend you read uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Great book. I don't know, there's not much I can say about it. It's a, it's a great book. It's just yeah, that's one thing. I just pick that up. You can pick that up at WH Smith or like Waterstones or whatever, like or even like Amazon. Pick that up and then yeah, if you want to DM me or like make a comment, then yeah, go ahead and then just let me know what did you learn from it. That's the that's the next thing for me reading. Yeah, I've said to myself, I can't lie. Like I'm not. I'll, I'll be honest right now. Like I'm not a big reader in it, but I've kind of like forced myself to. The last time I fully read a book was probably like school. Yeah, that probably. Would be so, that would be so honest. Like. No cap, no cap. Yeah, it's bad. No cap. But there's a lot, bro. There's a lot you can learn from it. I'm more of like a podcast. I'll be honest. I'm more of like yeah, a yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, type of guy. I'm like watching stuff, but yeah, reading. There's power in it. There's power in it, man. There's a lot of knowledge out there, man. For me, it is. You lot need to go check out um, Fat Joe's pod with I Am Athlete. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. It's cold. It's like two hours long, but it's worth it. Um, it's interesting. Just hearing him talk, like there's bits where he says like his kids would go to him and be like, "Yo, look at P Diddy's kids and look at Jay Z's kids. Like, what are you saying?" And Fat Joe had to tell him, "Listen, stay in your lane. Mm. Them and they're billionaires. They can do whatever. Not to say that he can't, but at the same time." You can't keep up with, if you can't keep up with what they're on, or if you're trying to keep up with what, with what they're on, you'll end up in a worse position. He was even saying like he got rid of his fake friends by acting broke. Donnie was acting broke, people just started distancing themselves. You know what's funny? That's funny because you see when Kevin Hart went on Charlemagne's thing, and he yeah. was just like, quickest way to get rid of like fake friends as well is let the money. <laughs> Let them let them money and watch how they, they'll disappear, bro. Well, at broke. Man, oh, said, yeah. man said he was acting broke and people just yeah, just fell off. Weren't even broke. interested no more. Even though he wasn't broke, he had the peas there, but he, he done it to kind of assess like what was going on around him. And I said, Fuck, that's sick, you know. Like, I can't lie, but when, when fifty ended <laughs> when fifty came for him, I thought his career was done. I won't even cap. Nah, nah, nah. I won't even cap. Interesting conversation, shoulder shaking, pushing P, trauma, healing. Good luck, man. Yeah, man. Good food, good vibes. We're out.